The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Morning, Rod Squad. Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the big game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds, but we were in the arena at the same time. We were, I was there with him. This is the Rod Peterson Show. All right, we'll welcome back, everybody, as we... Um, officially unofficially roll into our two of the rp show on a football friday thanks for sticking with us here on game plus tv and wqee we're good to go now and we've got calgary stampeders defensive coordinator brent monson with us here an original hamilton guy but if i may are the stampeders the only team then did you say that you've ever worked for yes isn't that something yeah been a while yeah I've, uh, I've loved the city and it's uh it's a great place to be yeah so this gentleman has worked his way up from starting in the video department yes sir to defensive coordinator and in the break you cfl fans are really going to love this discussion with brent and i here and again we'll get to your questions because there are some that have come in but he said all the quarterbacks have come west <laughs> as a defensive coordinator i wouldn't think you'd like that you got uh, some all-stars out here yeah it's, uh, it's it's gonna be a challenge but uh, i'm all for it love the challenge uh, love seeing the competition over here so it'll be good to go against them yeah no kidding well let's just break it down for a second uh you mentioned zach caleros you said he saves his best games for you guys? <laughs> no, I just respect him a ton. He does a good job, and uh, he's tough to beat, and that's the goal is beat him. Well, we've got a lot of viewers, obviously, in your hometown of Hamilton uh, and Game Plus Television out there. Um, Koji Co is a big cable carrier out there, yes, right, sir. and Rogers. But with Winnipeg and Zach Caleros, you've been trying to defend this guy for a long time, and I was a guy, I'll be, I said it, after he left Saskatchewan, I'd written off his career he, traded him to the riders traded him to toronto he couldn't play there and he comes to winnipeg he's a completely different player see a better player post that than he was before what is it about this guy i mean they do a great job over there in winnipeg i mean we just yeah i mean he's been had better games against us lately um i can't really recall back then some of that stuff i was on offense and you know I mean? true we've been playing against each other for a while but no he's a good player and uh yeah gotta stop him but you brought a Again, I, I hope I, I'm not saying too much, but you referred to him as Houdini <laughs> in the break. <laughs> right. He does make plays. He finds a way yeah. to make plays. So we got to find a way to stop that, and it's just what it is. And yeah. uh, Scramble to make plays. Scrambles to throw the ball, and that's uh, something, you, yeah. He's just had a lot of success lately uh, doing that. So. Yeah. Well, you were saying that you're still a little upset, if I may, on the West semifinal last year, not pulling that out against BC. <laughs> that wouldn't be a shock to anybody, oh, I wouldn't no, think. totally, totally. I didn't feel we had our best game defensively, and uh, we've got to be better. Uh, well, okay, here come the comments. Just one more on that game in BC. It looked like it had all the trappings of a Hollywood ending with Bo Levi coming off the bench in the fourth quarter. You guys could and you engineered a drive, but then you guys couldn't get the stop on their next drive. What happened on that last kind of dagger drive for BC that you remember? 
Uh, they made some plays and we did it. We got to make a play on the ball. We didn't make a play on the ball. Um, they, uh, Rourke made some good throws and we just didn't we didn't play our best football. So, I mean, there's nothing really too specific about it. We just went to games in that situation. We got to make a play and we didn't right. make a play. So, yeah, that's difficult. And those are the ones that sit with you all winter. Totally. Totally, right, totally. But uh, so with Nathan Rourke going to the NFL's Jacksonville Jaguars, I can't think that broke your heart to talk about trying to defend that kid. No, a great player. He deserves to be down there, in my opinion. Um, he had a great comeback win against us uh, when he played earlier in the year, too. Just a really, really good football player. Happy for him, him too, to be getting a shot down there. And, yeah, maybe we'll see him again. Maybe we won't. Well, what is it that made him so tough to defend? Ah. Uh, Lots of different things. Um, you could tell he kept his composure when we were up on him. You know what I mean? Like, he kept his composure very well in that game. We created a couple turnovers. We hit him a couple times. Kept his composure well. Um, quick release. Um, strong arm. Um, he made some throws late in that game. Uh, not the playoff game, the earlier game that are pretty impressive. Uh, we were in split safety coverage, whether it be two-man or whatever, and he put it right in the right spot and deep throw, and he need to make those throws. If you miss one of them, he might not have won that game, but he's a, he was a clutch player that, that really, really turned it on on us in the fourth quarter that was pretty impressive to me. Mm -hmm. I hadn't seen that type of performance before out of, out of anyone, really. That's why he's uh, NFL-bound, I yeah. guess. Craig Smith, who we were discussing yeah. earlier, our director of scouting, writes Love in. Craig. He says, Brent is a hell of a guy. Excellent family man, worked his way up, a damn good defensive coordinator. Wish much success to Brent. Appreciate it, Craig. Yeah, so Smitty's uh, chiming in. Kevin, the medium, he's a friend of mine, and he is a medium, not a psychic, but a medium. He says, Brent, what? he's an Airdrie. He says, what advice would you give someone who wants to get into the football industry? In coaching, my advice would be, I mean, it's tough. My advice would be if you can get an opportunity, whether it be for free or which a lot of them, to be honest, especially in the U.S. now, a lot of coaches work for free earlier in their career. It's just when you get that opportunity, once you have to keep trying, email whoever you can, build, build a network, start talking to people. But my advice is once you get there, show up early and leave late. Be the fast, first one in, last one out. Um, that's pretty much what I did, and then be a yes guy. If anyone asks you to do something, doesn't matter what the task is, just do it, and do it at the best of your ability. Um, that's my best advice in football, because those people, people that do that, go a long way. Mm -hmm. and would that advice go to players too? I mean, I think so. Uh, you look at guys like Alex Singleton. I mean, he'd show up first, get his workout in, he'd come meet early, and he'd stay later and watch extra film if he needed to, and now it's paying off for him. 902-518-3033 is the number to reach us here in the studio um, at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, which, by the way, I, I noticed this. This is my slogan, not theirs. They like the Flames a lot. They love the Calgary Stampeders, Grey Eagle. I mean, you would have been here a lot of years. Yeah, yeah, I used to come in here, and uh, I used to have a good relationship with uh, Lee Atheist. Who, uh, I've heard about this guy. He's a great guy, great guy. Huge Stamp supporter. He was an awesome guy, and uh, miss him. He was the man, pretty much ran everything here from what totally, I understand. Totally. Great guy. Uh, from Dougal Cameron regarding the CFL expansion piece, he's in Calgary. He said, Rod, I once phoned into a phone-in show in the 60s asking why there's no CFL team in the Maritimes. I think Ken, uh, Ken Newens was the host. It only took 55 years to make that decision. Well played, CFL. Not. I'm not sure that the CFL's even moved on from the Maritimes decision. It's uh, 
TSN's Dave Naylor saying maybe it's time to move on, and I don't know what it's going to take. You, again, have you been with the Stamps since, what, 09? 09. You've been part around these touchdown Atlantics. They're amazing. We one, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, fantastic. 2011, we got killed by Hamilton, but <laughs> it was a good, it was a great ex- week. good experience. Did you have, it was Hank your quarterback then, uh, or was he gone by then? No, it was it was Hank. It was, it Hank. was yeah. yeah, it was Hank. It was Hank and Kevin. We were playing against Kevin Glenn. Mm-hmm. I remember corner route to Thigpen, and a double pass. That yeah, it was it was a tough game for us. <laughs> were you on offense then? No, I was on defense. 2011. I was going to say, putting, a ha- putting the ball in Marcus Thigpen's hands, never a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. Right? What I a player he was. One, totally. Well, as a football guy, and again, he's from Hamilton, shout out Steeltown, how do you feel about the Maritimes idea? I mean, we all want it. How close are you following it, or have you got to move I've been on? following a little bit. Um, I'm excited about it. I mean, more jobs for coaches. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of more teams. So I think it'd be great for our league, and uh, hopefully it can get done. Well, as a Canadian guy, how about the quality of players at the U Sports level? Um, are they better than ever, the guys that you're getting? I think the draft's pretty good this year. I do feel a lot more players that are really good are going to the NCAA at a younger age, like starting there, you know what I mean? So I feel like a lot of guys are going to prep schools if they're really good, and then they're going to the play at NCAA, like a couple examples, like Tavius Robinson just ran 4.66 at the NFL Combine, you know what I mean? Like, they're in our draft, but he's probably going to get an NFL NFL thing right on like opportunities so you got to be happy for the players oh totally no I right. just there's a lot more you see now that I've noticed and that are playing in the NCAA than there was in the past before I get to um, the more of the viewer questions here what have, you've mentioned and uh, Justin Dunk was on with us yesterday he mentioned the upcoming combine in Edmonton it's next weekend and how critical that is to the lifeblood of the franchises. I look at it from the players, but from your perspective, this is going to make or break your team. Well, yeah, you study film, and the combine's so important because you study all this film on the players, and you do your research, but then you get to actually see them in person and interview them and kind of find out who they are. You know what I mean? You can watch film and say this and that, but then you get all the testing numbers on them. Just the information you get from the combine is huge. So it's big, and um, we're excited to next week go and look at the new uh, group of players coming out. So here we go, as promised. Uh, Troy in Toronto says, I would love a team in Atlantic Canada. Great people and passionate sports fans. They would support a CFL team for sure. Right. So what's the holdup? All of that's true. I'm like, can we just get it done? Uh, Brent, we just met today, but I'm not big on talking. I'm big on doing. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, Ted in Red Deer says, hey, Brent, which quarterback gives a defense the most trouble quick quick release or strong arm i feel like quick release is is more difficult for me than a just a strong arm is it an accurate strong arm or is it uh you know what i mean so good point it all depends uh monty in saskatoon says brent are you ready for the upcoming cfl season and playing saskatchewan (laughs) Uh, He's in Saskatoon. Can't wait. Can't wait. Jeff in Winnipeg says the Stampeders coaching tree continues to be a factory. We really should talk about that. What is it that they got going on here? Is it starts with Huff? Or uh, Huff Dave. I mean, there's been good people, but like Killam does a great job. He's been around forever. You know, I mean, I've learned from him too. Um, I learned from everybody. I mean, it doesn't matter if they're up top or not. I mean, it's just 
good people that have been working hard consistently. And it, yeah, I mean, it started with Huff, but Dave does a great job, and I learned from him too, and learned from Jones, learned from Stubes, you know what I mean? Learned from Killam, like just consistently good relationships. And I feel like you might be a little spoiled having only worked for the Calgary Stampeders. Do you realize that? Ah, yeah, probably <laughs> a little bit, but we got to win a playoff game this year. So, ooh, hey, it. this. Listen, I'm going into what will now be my second CFL season here, and I got the sense going into last year that the expectations in this town are high. They were high going into last year. Making the playoffs just isn't enough for people here. We want to host a game, right? We want to finish first. Do you sense that from the fans? Do you hear it? I feel like the expectations. Or it's your own. It's your own. I feel like, feel like the expectations that every year. I don't feel yeah. like it's changed that much. That's always been the expectation in my mind. Mm -hmm. And that's just what it is. Yeah, well... I'm not happy unless we're playing in the Grey Cup and winning the Grey Cup. When's the last time? 2018. 2018. Probably doesn't feel good when people come into your house and have your locker room either, no, right? 2019. Definitely not. definitely not. Yeah, well, and... Again, I want to take the viewers in... Not a peek behind the curtain, per se, but just with the way the Calgary Stampeders are. It was last fall, the rumors came out that John Huffnagel... CFL legend is going to step aside as general manager and then he confirmed it at uh, Grey Cup there was no panic you know within the organization it was just how's not going to leave this situation this team in the lurch right everything's always looked after yes sir and that that comes from him yeah I mean and Dave's doing a great job and everyone works cohesively and not much has changed yeah well so. like you understand that's rare. Yeah. <laughs> that's my point. So. Not every team runs like a Swiss watch like yes. that. Yeah. So you, you had talked about some of the other quarterbacks uh, in the league and defending them. Trevor Harris is now coming into your division, and there's a lot of pressure on him, obviously, in Saskatchewan. C could you talk about, is it a massive change in style from Cody Fajardo yes. to him? Yes. How so? Um, he's not going to run around as much. Um, he's not going to throw as many deep balls. Um more quick game stuff. I mean, lots of different things. They're, they're different. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So they're different players. Yeah. Well, what else you got going on, Brent? To be honest, uh, just trying to spend as much time with my kids as I can until season gets going. Uh, we're traveling a little bit, obviously, the combine, and then we'll go out do those workouts. Um, other than that, draft meetings, get ready for season. So I feel season's like it's coming up quick. I'll be, I'll be yeah. visiting Hamilton around Easter time to see my parents and stuff like that, but that's about it. One kind of last small break yeah, before rolling. Break before. But I want to say this. 25% of our audience on television is in America. 100% of our radio audience is in America listening on WQEE, the key. Can you just talk about the uh, U.S. camps? Did you say you're going to Miami? Yes. You're, you're, you are? Yes, yeah. So you're going to be in South Florida. Well, you guys are all over the United States. Every team is. Talk about the importance of those camps for the team and what opportunity it represents for a player that would like to participate. Oh, it's huge for the team. I mean, we found, we found some players last weekend, and I mean, it's, um, yeah, for the players down there, I mean, it's a great opportunity to get yourself in front of us. Um, we're there, people on our staff there, full, full personnel departments there, and then coordinators or coaches. So normally we send four guys down, and we're right there in person, timing them, putting a clock on them, and being able to look at them and run drills and run one-on-ones. And it's to me, it's a great opportunity for players because we actually spend the time to take the time to look at them. You know what I mean? It's, and it's, if there's not, say, too many players there, you get a 
pretty a real close, good look. close yeah. look. You know what I mean? So I do think it's a valuable tool for both sides. How long the, would the day be for the players? Uh, not too long. I mean, it's really a 10, like register around 9, finish up around 1. You know what I mean? 9, 10 to 1 type deal mm-hmm. workout. It's not, it doesn't take that long. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a half a day. Well, for the U.S. audience, I would say go to every CFL team's website and check out the list of where the camps are and sign up. There's a fee, right, at the start? Yes. Yes, there's a uh, fee. Which there has to be, or you yeah, get every Tom, Dick, and the travel. Yeah, pays that, for the travel. Right, but it's yeah. also, I think it's a tremendous marketing tool for the Canadian Football League to get your name out there. Because, listen, I've been at a lot of these camps, and I don't think people understand. They would be fun to just come watch as a fan. Like, the families are all there. Totally. <laughs> right, totally. explain that. Yeah, no, it's it's a good it's they're good events. Uh, yeah, I've I've, been, I've enjoyed going to them for a while. I mean, it's a it's a good tool to recruit and been a fan of it for a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I would assume you have a probably a more deep experience with it than I do. But like, I had mums coming up to me because they thought I was a coach, <laughs> and they're like, "My son did this, this, and this, and here's my son's film, and here's my business card." Like they're just oh no to say desperate would be an understatement. Yeah. Everyone's looking for an opportunity, and that's what it is. It's an opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then the other thing, I mean, there must be some funny stories that you've had. Like, a lot of times, local high school coaches will come, football coaches, to just watch, yeah. right? And a lot of former NFLers will come and, and try out because they don't want to give up on the dream. And I had a couple of coaches hang their head over the fence one day, and again, they thought that I, I don't know what they thought I was. They didn't realize I was just a radio guy, but they said, Jones was wearing them into the ground, Brent, into the ground. And these coaches said, I'm talking, it was like six, seven hour session. Okay. In the Florida heat. Okay. And they said, oh, we get it. The last two guys left standing make the team. Is that the deal? <laughs> That's not how we do it. <laughs> how do you guys do it? Uh, it's more just testing some individual work and then get into the competition part of it. Um, but yeah, it's not a... We'll see a little bit, like through the drills and stuff. You're still going to be put to work, but it's not a, it's not a conditioning conditioning deal. Okay, all right. Uh, well, we're going to let you go, Brent, because I know you got a busy day. I will. I, well, I'll just say this: Jeff, uh, the Stamps fan, says Calgary Stampeders defensive starting defensive tackle Houser, defensive tackle Wagan, Rose, Vaughters, Cameron Judge. I mean, we could talk about some of your players. These guys are a bunch of beasts. Oh, yeah. You're going to have a good defense this oh, year. Yeah, we're excited. We're excited. Competition in camp is going to be really good. Actually, I was talking to your radio guy. He was on the show the other day, Mark Steven, and uh, we were talking about Cameron Judge, who just got engaged the other day. You probably I called saw him right him. away. <laughs> yeah, great, great guy. Great guy. Man, uh, what does he mean? Los Angeles kid, designated non-import. What's he meant to your defense? Uh, he's... Uh, it's what we do, run to the ball, make plays. Um, he did a great job last year fitting in and expecting a lot from him this year, and he's just been solid for us all the way around. So Always delivers. Puts in the work, always delivers. Doesn't cheat you. Nope. Yeah. Uh, and Craig Smith says, free agent camps are wonderful. Find that gem. Combine is one of my favorite times of the year. I'm sure the same goes for, for you. For sure. Yeah. All right, Coach. Well, thanks for coming out. I hope you, you had fun. Me on. Hope you had no, fun. That was awesome. Thank was, you very we'll much. We'll do it again. Defensive coordinator of the Calgary Stampeders, Brent Monson, joining us here at Gray Eagle. The Moose joins us in next as we continue a football Friday with the football talk and maybe take a look at tonight's games 
on the schedule. Bakari Grant coming up as well. Our good friend BG on video. We'll be right back to Calgary's entertainment destination in a moment. The Grey Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and WQEE, the key. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. Playnow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com. Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense. We're back live at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. There's a good look at it. The gateway to the foothills. By the way, don't miss comedian, actress, producer, and podcaster Whitney Cummings live at the Great Eagle Event Center on Tuesday, April 25th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.ca. For the entire entertainment lineup all the way through this spring, summer, and fall, go to GreyEagleResortAndCasino.ca. The lineup's there, and you can also purchase your tickets. Darren, the moose. <laughs> Darren the Moose DuPont joins us. We got staff here watching. They love that. They love that. Hey, Moose, thanks for jumping back in. You didn't go too far uh, from your setup there, so I appreciate it on this football Friday. What's popping for you on this Friday, man? What's going on? I got you. I got you. No, things are good, man. Um, you know, the NCAA tournament's kicking off again. Um, I think they've already tipped off. I haven't watched any of it yet. I didn't quite get that far yet. Um, but that's that's a big one um, as we head into the weekend, obviously, the NHL playoffs. And, and um, yeah, we'll see where things, things keep moving. A note for producer Clark. Tell me, please, what the YouTube vote is. Because I never put it on Twitter. God knows I had enough to do here today. I did not tweet the poll, but it is on YouTube for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center. Are you into March Madness? The last I saw, it was over 70% saying, no, they're not. What are they saying now? 67% saying, no, that's not bad. 33% uh, saying they're into it. And define being into it. I'm not in a bracket. But I go back here and read the wire copy um, on March Madness's opening day. Only four out of 32 teams lost to lower seeds, but Arizona and Virginia fell. Today, Canadian star Zach Eady leads the top-seeded Purdue Boilermakers into their opening game against the 16th-seeded Fairleigh Dickinson Knights. And uh, I'll be honest, I'm only slightly more knowledgeable than I was a year ago I did not attend one NCAA men's basketball game and only watched a little bit of it on television. I mean, honestly, even the most ardent expert, Dickie V, couldn't win a pool, a bracket, I wouldn't think, Darren. Like, it's, I guess that's some of the fun of it, isn't it? That is some of the fun of it. I mean, you get a pretty good idea, you know, who's good, who's not. You don't have to watch a ton of NCAA basketball. I mean... I've watched a little bit throughout the year, like maybe, you know, two or three games. But then you watch a little bit on the championship weekend, which was just, you know, last weekend. And you get a, a pretty good idea there. But, yeah, you're right. Like, the upsets happen. They're all good teams to be in the tournament. Anything can happen. 
And so it is very, very hard to predict. Landry. And listen, I want to do viewer takeover the rest of the way. Right up until Bakari uh, Grant joins us next segment, the Canadian Football League. Great. I love BG, by the way. But let's see what the viewers got to say. Landry says, this is the best time of year. NHL in playoff mode, March Madness, and baseball starting up. Right? That's what I say. But everybody says it's fall. And I think, Moose, you're one of the guys that says fall is the best sports time of the year. And again, there's no right or wrong answer. But to me, this is the best time. You? Yeah. I'm a, I probably think fall is the best when you get <clears throat> the NHL starting again. NFL starting, CFL's in full swing, baseball games matter. But also, you know, then you come back to the first round of the NHL playoffs is some of the best entertainment there is in sports, period. So, you know, it just tells you there's a lot of great opportunities for sports fans throughout the year. Our, uh, yes, that's why we love it. Our director of scouting, Craig Smith, says, my bracket is buggered up already. I think more than anything, if you can just sit back and watch and enjoy and don't try and be an expert on everything, because <laughs> clearly I don't. I went back and retired to my room here at Gray Eagle yesterday and just turned it on. I don't even remember the teams. To sit and try and talk about who's going to win. <laughs> uh, um, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says both early games are tied at 34 at the half. Thank you. I have no idea who's playing. Darren in Utah says March Madness in, is all-inclusive. NCAA football has maybe three teams that have a chance to win a championship, and it's getting boring. Well, swinging it back to football Friday, you got to what do you What do you want? Like that whole football... FBS, BCS, NCAA, uh, I'm just trying to now get a handle on it. It's beyond trying to drink from a fire hose. Here on this show, the Golden Corral of sports, we have a little something for everybody. You got to decide, what do you, what, what do you really want? Why do we got to be so analytical and more than anything, so critical? Because when I look at the CFL with nine teams, that's way, 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 way too small. It just is. Um... And we do talk football on Fridays, but it's tough for fantasy. You know, uh, everybody's trying to appeal to the younger generation, and with only nine teams, that's difficult. The gentleman, Darren, is a clear football fan in Utah, Moose, but is it getting boring college football? Because I'm seeing 100,000 in Knoxville, Tennessee, over 100,000 in Michigan. Now they got a good team. And they do it the horseshoe in Columbus. But I don't see people backing off in America from college football, even though their no. team doesn't have a chance to win the national championship, right? That's the idea. When you're in that um, college football mindset, you're in those markets. Yeah, it's not necessarily about national championships. It's about conference titles. It's about winning rivalry games. It's about, you know getting to a bowl game and winning a bowl game. It's about yes. those things. Yeah. And to be honest, it's going the other way because now you're seeing name image, image likeness. NCAA is becoming more like pro than ever before. So now USC's back on the map. You know, Alabama, Michigan and Ohio State are continuing to be really good and Georgia, obviously. You're getting more teams 
And now we're talking about a 12-team playoff coming in. So it's going the opposite way of being boring. You're getting more markets involved, more TV markets, more opportunities for dollars. Um, it's getting incredibly exciting. I guess this is why, you know, it's his opinion. That doesn't necessarily mean that he's right. But I don't see it boring at all. I'm, Brent Monston and I were discussing this earlier about my life, my career, his and I said, at my age, I'm actually really enjoying meeting new people like him, learning new leagues, learning new sports. There ain't nothing boring about my life at all. You know what's boring? Same old, same old. You know, that sucks. But not for everybody. Um, Landry says, exactly, Moose. Ryan in New York State says NCAA spring games start very soon. Even the spring games at certain universities get a lot of people attending. That is my point. I don't... Well, hey, Randy in Winnipeg. Hey, it's picking up. The discussion's picking up. See, it didn't get boring. Randy in Winnipeg says, I will watch Purdue and Canadian Zach Eady. This is the one thing that I noticed the little bit about watching sports in America. And I used to think I had a bit of a clue about sports in America until I spent half my time there. We didn't have a clue. Sports is up in your face 24-7. I couldn't get away from men's basketball if I tried because it's on television every night. There's 18 all-sports channels. They got to air something. So I knew that Purdue was at least going to be good. I mean, if I had to go probably go to Bet Regal right now and drop some change, it would be on Purdue which I think they have as their third or fourth favorite to win the whole thing. As a matter of fact, I might actually do that. Because they don't have, what's Alabama's the favorite, right? And then Houston. Yeah. So, so I'm watching it to a degree. But a little mini rant here, and if people think it's Seinfeld or Kramer or Costanza's dad, that's fine. You want a piece of me? Jeff in Winnipeg says, I love NCAA football. Actually, it's ahead of the NFL and CFL on my list. I was actually a little angry with what was coming out of Justin Dunk's mouth yesterday. Nothing against Dunk on this show, but he's saying now, now the CFL powers that be are standing back going, huh, maybe we should be on more networks. Maybe we should have more exposure. And I'm like, on the very day that it came out that Gary Drummond's group, the Schooners Sports Entertainment Group's no longer pursuing a 10th franchise for the CFL. I'm like, I've only been saying this for ages and was in a lot of ways exiled by people in the CFL that didn't want to hear what I'm Don't come out now and say it's right. And I get the sense that that's where, where they're at in the CFL. Maybe we should expose ourselves a little more and not just stay in bed with TSN. I quit. How about that? <laughs> I can't. I mean, at least you get they're it. thinking about it. Yeah, but at least they're thinking about it now. I mean, everybody, and, and the CFL is the same to a fault, will hang on to the same way of thinking and the same way of doing things until way past the time that they should. Happens all the time. And then eventually, when it's been beaten down and they're really at zero then they'll make the decision to make a change, right? It's not a lot of times people are willing to be forward thinking and jump before they absolutely, absolutely need to. 
Yeah, but I've been making a career of forward thinking and looking ahead and stuff. And it's all worked. So now they are. And it's funny because I was with a team some years ago and we hired this big, splashy marketing guy. Ooh, he came from Nokia. Looking back, what the hell's Nokia ever done? Are they still in business? Who cares he was with Nokia? You know what I mean? Right about that. Yeah. What have they ever done? This guy was the top marketing guy for Kodak and Blockbuster. <laughs> Let's hire him. Done deal. I guess it would depend when. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't in the wasn't in the seventies okay. or eighties. Yeah. Uh, I don't really like that guy. I hope he's watching right now. <laughs> Darren, Darren in Utah. We got to allow him to say his piece, right? He said college football. Yeah. And uh, the. The CFP is getting boring. He says, there's too much tradition to just give it up. But if you're not Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, you really don't stand a chance. I'm a Utah fan. We have gone to the Rose Bowl two years running. Nice, but dot, dot, dot. Come on. You're not saying my team doesn't have a chance to win it all, so I'm not going to follow it anymore? <laughs> what, if, what if you were a fan of the Arizona Coyotes? Mind you, they don't have any fans. Maybe that's a bad example, but you know what I mean. It's not, if you're only a fan to see if they win at all, you gotta, you got to be a fan all the time. Do you not, Moose? Yeah. Oh, for sure of your team. But that's a great example of where we are in sports, Rod. Like, we only want the best. So for a fan of Utah or USC or whatever, if my team's not a national championship contender... Not that interested. That's why USC, ever since they were winning with Matt Leinart and Reggie Bush, since then when they've been bad, they haven't filled the stadium. They haven't done these things in a big market like that. That's why people have the inferiority complex about the CFL versus the NFL. If it's not the NFL, we're not interested. That's why the AHL doesn't have the same number of viewers. If it's not the NHL, I don't care. And that's a great yeah. lesson for like smaller leagues. If you're not number one, you're not first, you're last now. Landry says uh, football is king in the U.S. NFL and college football rule all. Right? But be damned if we would expand there as the CFL. Nope. Nope. We're the Canadian League, damn it. And we're going to sink or swim that way. <laughs> uh, Monty uh, writes it. He says, Rod, where is your green? It's my underwear, Monty. You want to see it? How about that? Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Ted, Ted in Red Deer says, hey, Rod, you're rolling. It's great. Now it's time for a Roy Shivers story. Nah, I don't think you want that. You, you want a Roy Shivers story when I'm in a good mood. Oh. <laughs> don't. <laughs> All the stories that come to mind about Roy Shivers, I can't tell right now. Give me a little, give me a little uh, notice, Roy Shivers. Although when I think of this, you know, it's interesting. With Shiv going into the uh, Canadian Football Hall of Fame, <laughs> he's not talking to me anyways, but if I'd had the chance to ask him, I would say, hey, Shiv, 
what cap you're wearing into the Hall of Fame. Because you know in Cooperstown in baseball, it's a big deal. What cap are you wearing into the Hall of Fame? Like, you know how big of a Gary yeah. Carter fan I am. When he went into the Hall of Fame, he was wearing a Mets hat. And I'm like, what? You made your name as an expo. I wonder what Shiv would wear. He probably wouldn't wear a Saskatchewan hat because we fired his ass. Oh, but we were the we we gave him his first job as the general manager. Interesting. So yeah, it's interesting how people. That's what I want. I want the viewers to steer the discussion here, because that's what makes it so much fun. Anyways. Uh, that was an end to it all, Moose. I can handle overtime on my own. Unless you want to come back, I'll leave that up to you. But if not, I'll bid you adieu and say have a safe St. Patrick's Day. Oh, great. Happy St. Patrick's Day. All right. And the great BG, Bakari Grant, Grey Cup champion, joins us next. I got a lot of time for this guy. He'll be with us right after this timeout. We are live from Great Eagle Res Jason and Red here says, why can't you tell those stories, Rod? Your name is on the show. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, but then I have to live with it after, Jason. Nice try. You're, we're like on the school, the, the playground. Do it. Do it. I was the idiot that would always do it. <laughs> Not anymore. And we are live on YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Big CFL fans here, Great Eagle Resort and Casino. That's where we're broadcasting live from. It's our spring residency, and we continue on this football Friday. And uh, glad to have you aboard. See me sporting my CFL PA shirt, by the way, a gift from the guys. And I appreciate that. We're pro player here. Bakari Grant was undrafted in the NFL, signed with the San Francisco 49ers in 2010, then went on to a CFL career with the Hamilton Tiger Cats for five seasons, Calgary Stampeders in 2016, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, where I got to know him in 2017, and then won a great cup with those Calgary Stampeders again in 2018, a late season addition, a CFL All-Star, and we're bringing him in. BG, what's going on? I didn't recognize you with that clean shave, man. How are you? Good, good, good. I mean... The record shows I got a different hairstyle just about every year, so I had to keep it flowing with something different here. <laughs> yeah, good for you. It's been far too long. What's going on with you? Where are you? What's up? It's been a couple of years. Give us an update. Yeah, it has. Uh, kind of transitioning into life after football down here in the Bay Area, so came back home. California kid, as everybody knows. Um, yeah. Got back to this good weather and... Uh, Started a few businesses with the family. Um, yeah, just life after football. You know, things keep moving, even though you think uh, football's going to last forever. How's life after football for you? It's amazing. I mean, uh, you know, I joke about it now and say if I found business before football, I would have never had a football career. But uh, I found something, uh, passion, purpose uh, for myself. Um, uh, fortunately, uh, I have three brothers and a sister and have gone into business with them and things have been rolling and loving life. Kids are getting big. Well, 
It hasn't always been that way, and producer Clark said that you'd like to come on and talk a little bit about mental health for players, and I'm interested. I, I, I don't know if you, I would hope you know I'm a certified mental health coach, recovery, addiction recovery, mental health issues, so it's a, it's a topic very near to my heart. But when somebody wants to talk about it, that could mean a lot of things. What does it mean to you? Um, I think the biggest thing for me is uh, health after football in general. Um, I think now the conversation is heavily around mental health. Um, uh, fortunately, the being part of the NFLPA alumni, um, they did a mental health first first aid course that I was able to participate in, and I think it was one of the best things that I could have done uh, because it does give use some tools to deal with things that are 100% a part of the transition from, you know, anything you do for a lifetime. And for me, you know, almost a decade as a career football player, um, you know, I think when you do anything for that amount of time, you start associating that with who you are as a person. And when you have to transition and that's quote unquote taken away or you move on, um, there is a period of trying to figure out who you are and what your purpose is and why we're all here. And I think, you know, with uh, the conversation around CTE and mental health, um, depression, things like that, um, it's important to understand what you're going through. Um, I recently went had an experience that I'll share later maybe um, that uh, made me look back and say, you know, when we're not having these conversations, uh, Rod, then a lot of us feel like we're alone going through these things. And uh, I think that's important to make sure that, uh, you know, we speak up when we're feeling certain ways about things. Uh, again, like I said, my kids are getting older now. I have an 11-year-old, 8-year-old, and a 2-year-old. Um, and one of the most important things I teach them is it's always okay to talk about it. You know, if you're feeling some way, it's okay to talk about it. It doesn't mean you're right, wrong, or indifferent, but it's okay to talk. So, uh I've been encouraged to um, now speak out um, to some of these mental health issues that people have in the past kind of swept under the rug. So uh, I absolutely want to use my platform and take every opportunity to talk about mental health and health after sport in general. Yeah, well, we're going to have to bring you back sometime in a longer segment. And we got time here, but I... I remember those little kids running around the stadium. They're so cute. I assume they still are, BG. Um, but I was just reading a piece this morning uh, in my other career as a recovery coach, and the worst thing you can say to somebody when they're struggling is snap out of it. It's the worst thing yeah. you can say, A. And B, this was said to me, well, men don't talk about these things. <laughs> no, they don't. That's not right. Yeah. Well, they'll continue to suffer then. <laughs> That's, that's your choice, but then that's a choice that you're making if you don't want to talk about it. Give me an example of a tool or two that you learned, BG. we got about three minutes uh, in this program yeah. that you went through. No problem. Um, again, so this, this kind of subject has been in the back of my mind. So when I, when I stopped playing in 2017 um, for a stint, uh, I started a nonprofit called OM, Our Health Matters, which was basically focused around uh, mental health of post-collision sport athletes. And now I'm really kind of diving in and figuring out what the purpose is for that nonprofit. But um, some of the things I learned, basically, like you said, listen, um, you know, when people speak up about things or even when they joke about things, um, sometimes that's just a, a little sliver into what's going on in their lives. And um, having an open ear and, you know, letting people know you're here to listen 
is extremely important. Um, whether it's, hey, I'm just here to listen. Anytime you want to talk, hey, give me a shout. Um, that's big. Or to say, you know, it, hey, if you're really going through some stuff, here's some numbers or here's some folks that I think you should get in touch with because a lot of guys prefer to talk to people that they don't necessarily know so they don't feel that sense of vulnerability because, again, as men, we're yeah. taught uh, it's a weakness to be vulnerable. So um, Jack Fulton uh, out of Calgary actually is an amazing guy who uh, I reached out to recently when I heard um, – a previous player of the CFL was going through some mental health stuff. So Jack's been a, an amazing resource for me. And now we're talking about creating some form of group with uh, former CFL players. I don't know if everybody knows, but there's no um, cohesive uh, PA or uh, alumni association for the CFL. So um, to get guys who are going through some of these transitions, who have been through these transitions, and it's a ton of guys who, who are doing re really well after football um, and can uh, honestly be a shoulder to lean on or ear um, to listen. So um, we're trying to get a group together just to show that we uh, do have a band of brothers, uh, fraternity, so to speak, that is there, who understands, um, who's going through those same things, and um, let folks know we're here. Life Choice Dynamics is the group you're talking about with the, my dear friend Jack Fulton. And listen, it's one of the few programs in the Canadian Football League that any that most teams don't have it. And uh, yeah. this is a very unheralded football town. I didn't realize that. They don't get the credit for what they go on, got going on here in and around the Calgary Stampeders. And I'm, I'd right. like to change that. Well, BG, BG Cali, kid. We just scratched the surface here. Uh, can we do this again soon, like within the next, before I leave Gray Eagle in the next uh, couple months? And we'll, we'll, and we'll talk about your career because that's pretty cool. Some stories there too, right? Yeah, of course. Um, absolutely. I'm always here to talk. Uh, again, I think it's an, an important topic, uh, post-football um, health in general. Um, I have a couple of guys that I, I've reached out to over the past few years that have gone through some physical and mental stuff. So um, I think it's an important topic as well as to reflect on um, the good times, so to speak. I mean, what... You know, it's, it's almost like this veil everyone sees during the career, but as soon as it ends, it's like, oh, whatever happened with that guy? So... Um, I've, you know, dabbled a little bit and shown some interest into reaching out to guys post-football post and doing some interviews on what guys are up to, and I think people will be interested. So maybe we'll do a little bit of that too. Yeah, sure, they forget about you. They for, <laughs> By and large, they forget about you, and that's part of what guys got to deal with, yeah. right? Yeah. But the, hey, the next time you come on, we're going to talk about that game with the Riders where you pulled the Leon Let. Remember, you got... <laughs> I don't want to leave the interview this way, but like at the one yard line, you got stripped and we're like, it's not BG. Hey, <laughs> great story about that too. A great story yeah. that I didn't what? want to use at the time or tell at the time, but uh, a great life lesson. But uh, I think there's a, there's a deeper story that people need to hear about that. So it's pretty funny. So, well, okay, keep that in your mind. We'll talk about that next time and in the next couple of weeks if you're cool. Have a great weekend, Bakari. Great seeing you, man. Appreciate you having me on. It's good seeing you again, Rock. Good seeing you again. Great Cup champion, Bakari Grant, joining us from the Bay Area. We got overtime coming up next. We'll take a look at a sports update and whatever you'd like to talk about next as we wind up the week at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino after this timeout on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. PlayNow.com. 
a site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Play Now Sportsbook. Play Now Sportsbook. Head over to playnow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. Playnow.com. Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense. One more time, live from that place, Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. We're right in your gateway to the uh, foothills. If you're booking your summer getaway or even thinking where you should go, get on it, the Gray Eagle. It's so beautiful out here in southern Alberta. And always so much to do. Uh, now is the time to get a hold of me. We, do we have the moose or do we not? Let me guess. We do? No! Well, I, I said, hey, don't bother coming back. I said, have a safe St. Patrick. So it's just me and the audience here. I think I can handle that. I've done this a time or two. But if you're watching right now on Game Plus Television, all across all 10 provinces, 31 states, you can get at me right now. 902-518-3033. Text in whatever you want. And for those watching on the live YouTube strain, you can uh, write in there too. And, you know, on this Football Friday, it's been fun kicking this around uh we did get more into the xfl than i thought that we would week five kicked off last night over 9,000 at lumen field in freezing seattle we're told by people that were there wrote in earlier the seattle sea dragons handed the houston roughnecks their first ever loss in franchise history 21 14 and then on saturday it's dc at st louis Pro football returns to St. Louis, and they say they're going to probably fill the former Trans World Dome. Now, I believe it's called Edwin Jones Stadium in St. Louis. And my Orlando Guardians, still winless, fire the coach. I don't even know who the coach is, but fire him. Isn't that, am I doing this right? Isn't that what fans do? Yeah. Hell yes. Orlando at Vegas. And then on, and that's Saturday's doubleheader. And then Sunday, it's uh, Arlington at San Antonio. The Battle of Texas in the XFL. But what I was saying earlier is, why can we not have a CFL team in St. Louis? Forget about the XFL. Um, I don't even know who to believe anymore because I talk to my football guys and they say the league is going broke and it's going to be broke and it's not going to last. Yet it, the crowds are growing. They're on major network television in the United States and people are talking about the league. So is that just sour grapes? Is that the competition that the CFL people don't like? I don't know. I just watch it on television and enjoy it. I, I think the CFL probably would wish that it gets the kind of publicity and hype that the XFL is getting right now. So the reason I'm on this preamble is Slurp writes in. His name is Slurp, Clark. How about that? <laughs> he says, if there was room for more football in the United States, they would have already been in place. They tried and failed each and every time since the 70s. It's not like they've never tried. What are you saying? If that was the case, they would have never put the Ottawa Red Blacks in there. The Ottawa Rough Riders folded. The Ottawa Renegades folded. It doesn't work there. 
All of a sudden, now they sell out every game in Ottawa. I'm sorry, but I don't like your attitude. It's never worked before. Why try? Jeff the Stamps fan says, Bakari Grant is one of the unsung heroes of the 2018 Grey Cup champion Calgary Stampeders. Stamps lost every single U.S. receiver to injury in late editions. Bakari Grant and Chris Matthews were key. Yes, they went on to win the championship, and I was so happy for my guy BG that they won because that was his first championship. Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, have a great weekend, everyone. Enjoy whichever sport you watch, which reminds me, what the Firewolves doing tonight, Ryan? I was thinking of you. The Albany Firewolves acquiring one of my favorite Saskatchewan Rush players, Marshall Paulus, this week in a big NLL trade. People here in Calgary are going to be in this major quandary tonight because the Saskatchewan Rush are at the Calgary Roughnecks to kick off rivalry weekend in the NLL. The game's going to be on TSN, and everybody's got to wear green because it's St. Patrick's Day, and that's a Saskatchewan color. <laughs> This lady is like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to be at the Gray Eagle gambling. Put it all on red. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, thank you, Jennifer, from the Four Seasons for the reminder. She says, excited for tonight's sold-out Pats versus Warriors game, and I'm going to Moose Jaw tomorrow to watch my Pats. Connor Bedard and the Regina Pats. Uh, tonight sold out in... Regina, Saturday sold out in the jaw. It was in my commentary yesterday that runs on Saskatchewan Radio. If you don't pay attention to junior hockey all year, now's the time. Because if you don't, you're missing out on the best time. The games are sold out. Uh, Moose Jaw at Regina tonight. PA at Brandon. Medicine Hat at Edmonton. Calgary at Lethbridge. Swift Current at Red Deer. And out west, Kelowna at Kamloops, Victoria at PG, Portland at Seattle, Tri-City at Spokane, Everett at Vancouver. We love the league. And as I said, I'll be at NLL tonight in Vancouver. The uh, Vancouver Warriors NLL team's home to the San Diego Seals. NBA tonight, the Atlanta Hawks. Here come the Hawks. Home to Golden State. Going to have our way with the Warriors tonight. Wonderful sports weekend, and we haven't even... I think we can get along fine without talking about March Madness because everybody else is. And I haven't watched it all year, so why would I pretend that I care now? But I might throw some change down on uh, Purdue winning it all because I did follow it enough to know that they're probably the best team. Thank you to Brent Monson, Bakari Grant, Producer Clark, Director Bryce, our entire crew, mostly though you, the audience, and the Gray Eagle, because without you, there would be no us. Have a safe St. Patty's, and we'll see you on Monday right here, 12 Eastern, Game Plus, and the key. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>